Section 65 of the Topaz Storybook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Topaz Storybook. Stories and Legends of Autumn, Halloween, and Thanksgiving. Compiled by Ada M. and Eleanor L. Skinner. Miss Katie Did and Miss Cricket. Miss Katie Did and Miss Cricket by Harriet Beecher Stowe. Miss Katie Did sat on the branch of a flowering azalea in her best suit of fine green and silver, with wings of point lace from Mother Nature's finest web. Her gallant cousin, Colonel Katie Did, had looked in to make her a morning call. Certainly I am a pretty creature, she said to herself when the gallant colonel said something about being dazzled by her beauty. "'The fact is, my dear colonel,' said Miss Katy, "'I am thinking of giving a party, and you must help me make out the lists.' "'My dear, you make me the happiest of Katy dids.' "'Now,' said Miss Katy, drawing an azalea leaf towards her, "'let us see. Whom shall we have? The fireflies are a little unsteady, but they are so brilliant.' Everybody wants them, and they belong to the higher circles. Yes, we must have the fireflies, said the colonel. Well, then, and the butterflies and the moths, now there's trouble. There are so many moths, and they're so dull. Still, if you have the butterflies, you can't leave out the moths. Old Mrs. Moth has been ill lately. That may keep two or three of the Mrs. Moth at home said the colonel. I thought she was never sick, said Miss Katie did. Yes, I understand she and her family ate up a whole fur cape last month, and it disagreed with them. Oh, how can they eat such things as worsted and fur, then sneered Miss Katie did. By your fairy-like delicacy, one can see that you couldn't eat such things, smiled the colonel. Mamma says she doesn't know what keeps me alive. Half a dewdrop and a little bit of the nicest part of a rose leaf often last me for a day. But to our list. Let's see. The fireflies, butterflies, moths. The bees must come, I suppose. The bees are a worthy family, nodded the colonel. Yes, but dreadfully humdrum. They never talk about anything but honey and housekeeping. Then there are the bumblebees. Oh, I dote on them, said Miss Katie did. General Bumble is one of the most dashing, brilliant fellows of the day. He's shockingly fat, said the colonel. Yes, he is a little stout, nodded Miss Katie did. But he is very elegant in his manners, something soldierly and breezy about him. If you invite the bumblebees, you must have the hornets. Ah, they are spiteful. I detest them. Nevertheless, one must not offend the hornets. And how about the mosquitoes? asked the colonel. They are very common. Can't one cut them? I think not, my dear Miss Katie. Young Mosquito is connected with some of our leading papers, and he carries a sharp pen. It will never do to offend him. And I suppose one must ask all of his dreadful relations, too, sighed Miss Katie. At this moment they saw Miss Kezia Cricket coming, 
she carried her work-bag on her arm, and she asked for a subscription to help a poor family of ants who had just had their house hoed up by someone who was clearing the garden walks. "'How stupid of the ants!' said Katie. "'Not to know better than to put their house in a garden walk.' "'Ah, they are in great trouble,' said Miss Cricket. "'Their stores are all destroyed, and their father killed, cut quite in two by a hoe. "'How very shocking! I don't like to hear such disagreeable things.' but I have nothing to give. Mama said yesterday she didn't know how our bills were to be paid. And there's my green satin with point lace yet to come home, said Miss Katy, shrugging her shoulders. Little Miss Cricket hopped briskly off. Poor extravagant little thing, she said to herself. Shall you invite the crickets? said Colonel Katy did. Why, Colonel, what a question! I invite the crickets? No, indeed. And shall you ask the locusts or the grasshoppers? Certainly. The locusts, of course, are very old and fine family, and the grasshoppers are pretty well, and ought to be asked. But one must draw the line somewhere. And the crickets? Why, I can't think of them. I thought they were very nice, respectable people, said the colonel. Oh, perfectly nice and respectable, but— Do explain, my dear Katie. Why, their color, to be sure. Don't you see? Oh, said the colonel, that's it, is it? And tell me, please, who decides what color shall be the reigning color? What a question! The only true color, the only proper one, is our color, to be sure. A lovely pea-green is the shade on which to found an aristocratic distinction. Of course, we are liberal. We associate with the moths, who are gray, with the butterflies, who are blue and gold-colored, with the grasshoppers, yellow and brown, and society would become dreadfully mixed if it were not fortunately ordered that the crickets are as black as jet. The fact is that a class to be looked down upon is necessary to all elegant society, and if the crickets were not black, we could not keep them down. Everybody knows they are often a great deal cleverer than we are. They have a vast talent for music and dancing. They are very quick at learning, and would be getting to the very top of the ladder if we allowed them to climb. Now, so long as we are green and they are black, we have a superiority that can never be taken from us. Don't you see now? Oh, yes, I see exactly, said the colonel. Now that Keziah Cricket, who just came in here, is quite a musician, and her old father plays the violin beautifully. By the way, we might engage him for our orchestra. And so Miss Katie's ball came off. It lasted from sundown till daybreak, so that it seemed as if every leaf in the forest were alive. The katydids and the mosquitoes and the locusts and a full orchestra of crickets made the air perfectly vibrate. Old Parson, too wit, was shocked at the gaieties, which were kept up by the pleasure-loving katydids night after night. But about the first of September, the celebrated Jack Frost epidemic broke out. 
Poor Miss Katie, with her flimsy green satin and point lace, was one of the first victims, and fell from the bough in company with a sad shower of last year's leaves. The worthy cricket family, however, avoided Jack Frost by moving in time to the chimney corner of a nice little cottage that had been built in the wood. There, good old Mr. and Mrs. Cricket, with sprightly Miss Keziah and her brothers and sisters, found a warm and welcome home. When the storm howled without, and lashed the poor naked trees, the crickets on the warm hearth would chirp out cheery welcome to the happy family in the cottage. Adapted End of section 65